Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ed, oh, hey, what, what's the saying? Uh, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened, or something like that. Okay, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I, I choose joy, Ed. I choose joy. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with waking up happy. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. The season has come to an end for the Niners. The 2022 season, that is. Well, they took us on a ride, didn't they? We'll we'll break down what happened in Philly. We'll talk about that. Uh, Give you our thoughts about that uh, as well. Some other news that has come out since that game has ended for the Niners um it's gonna be a long off season the rumor mill has already started uh not gonna dive all the way into that but there are a couple things that that we may mention uh here on the pod as always we want to encourage you to continue to download subscribe rate and review we're located wherever you find your podcast if there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service go ahead hit that like or follow button give us a like on youtube as well believe in 49ers that's b-l-e-a-v uh, feel free to get involved in the show. Uh, you still you still crying buckets of tears? If so, you know, reach out. You know, let, let us know what, what, what you're going through. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. Look, we're all in this together, folks. <laughs> um, as always, we're brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Look. Season is coming to an end for the Niners, but there is one more big game left to be played in the NFL season. Of course, BetOnline has your action for that. They got uh, NBA, college basketball. Uh, what do you know, right? But before we blink, it'll be February, and all of a sudden, it'll be March, ED's favorite month of the year. Uh, and so you got March Madness just around the corner, MMA. Hey, they're getting petty out there on the golf course, Rory and Patrick Reed having some words and flipping tees and all this other stuff. Whatever you want. Bet Online has you covered. Just go ahead, head over to the website, betonline.ag, to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. Come on, y'all. You know how to spell by now to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. It's been a while, about three months, maybe. Since mm-hmm. since of what did we learn, right? After every win, we give out game balls. We've been giving out a lot of them, you know, consecutively. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since of what did we learn. We do that after every Niners loss. And, of course, everybody's season is going to end, uh, you know, with the nail, um, except that one team that's going to stand at the top of the mountain at the end of the year. But yep. what did we learn, E.D.? What did um, we learn? What did we learn? I, well, I already knew it. But I'm just going to say it for everyone who's never heard me say it before. Football has no feelings. Football has no feels. It doesn't care about how you feel. You don't get what you deserve. People are always like, he deserves a new contract. Or he deserves to be traded to the right place. Or he deserves to know what it feels like. Football doesn't care about your feelings. The football gods sometimes just say it's not your day. And when it's not your day, it's not your day. Has nothing to do with how badly you want it. Has nothing to do with uh, whether or not you deserve it. It's just not meant to be. And that was a game that was not meant to be. So how we felt and what we wanted 
is irrelevant. You got to be able to produce in the moment, and they didn't have the ammo to produce. So that's what happens when you get in those situations. It's why the game is the ultimate team sport, and it's why winning a championship in football is so difficult. So that is what I would like. Like I said, I knew it. I'm just I, – I think everybody else just needs to hear that, understand that, and accept that. And keep it moving. Like you, I just heard you say, if you still want to cry about it, contact us. No, contact Rashawn. (laughs) 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 I'm not, I'm not trying to cry over it. It's, it's, it is what it is. And it wasn't meant to be. So now you take the next step forward and we go from there. That's what I learned. Okay. How about you? What says you? Yeah, I think to that to that point, sports can be cruel, right? Uh, in a sense, and we saw that kind of unfold on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is a little different take. It, I really enjoyed beating the Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know that I realized like just how much you know. See, we're I, I we're really... different that way. We're different that way because <laughs> you know, you know what the Cowboys, you know what the Cowboys did this season, the same thing we did. Didn't win a Super Bowl. They didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah. No. So, so you can sit here and say I beat you. Does it? Does it? See that? That's you, just you, you didn't win. That's what I'm saying. I see it differently. Only every only one team is going to say I had a successful season. The rest of us, you did. So, so that's the thing about it. You know, crying and complain, or you're you know trying to point fingers and brag I beat you. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I I think I, I think. Um, but I get where you're going. Yeah. That was a happy not- day. I, but on on a serious note, though, I, I think there's been a lot of talk about. Obviously, they expanded the season. Yeah. Uh, there's talk about roster expansion, this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. And um, someone brought up something on Twitter. I don't know who it was, but it something along the lines of not being penalized by having a second kicker or a third quarterback, like things that. You can always put that on your roster. You you can put that on your roster right now. Well, you can't. You can do it right now, yeah. but then that takes away another spot, right? Yeah, if you think, but if you think that's 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 planning, that's coaching, that's football, that's strategy. If you think you need that, then you do it. Because if we're getting to the fact that where you're saying you could have had another quarterback on the team, um, this last game, well, you did have another quarterback on the team. He just wasn't. He just. You know, you could have put somebody else on there and, and you can carry three quarterbacks. So, so I, I mean, you you can you can choose to ch- carry five wide receivers or three quarterbacks. You can you know what I'm saying? You can no, carry I, I, I definitely hear I definitely hear what you're saying, but I think there's something to be said about uh, just just roster, like just roster expansion in general. And there's been talks about maybe this is where they're going or where they're headed as a league. And Sunday was okay. a prime example of that because I, I disagree about that. I, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead. I'm trying. I'm well, I, I, just, I just think, I mean, I, after a while you get to a point where it's just like, what are we doing? Like, like there's just not like, that's not even football being played. Well, right. Well, like I'm not, I'm not crying about what happened. Like, don't get me wrong, but I think yeah. it is something that, that when you look at certain positions, like if you don't have them, like you're, you're, I agree. You're you're hindered. Well, no, you're I, I I agree. I agree. Um, you you have to have someone that can actually play the position. You know, I was asked like during it, like why would you put Purdy back out there if he can't play? I'm like because someone has to call the plays. 
You know, it's it's great to say, well, Christian McCaffrey um, or Juice, they are the the emergency backup. Well, can they actually make the calls? Probably not. Not that they don't understand them or know them. They're just not accustomed to repeating the verbiage. Yeah. And it's different when Which you is an art on itself. That. Yeah, like it's one thing to hear it, but it's a whole other thing. I gotta say that to you. It's a skill in itself. I I told people like, when I played, I was one of the guys, and that's what Pete Carroll and I. That's how he kind of got. He he was shocked that I knew the calls and could make the calls and play and all this stuff because he was like, I don't corners don't do that. But that's how I was taught football. I didn't know any different. That's just the way they taught it to me. Um, but everybody can't play and talk. <laughs> so it's uh, seriously really really i played with really really good guys even in the secondary they could they can't do they couldn't do both because it's it's you know you're thinking about things you're getting people going you're doing all this stuff and then you got to do your job so that's a part of it but now back to this past game uh, i'm sorry as far as let me get this point in as far as expanding the roster i'm with you on that that's more jobs i'm with you on that that they can afford to do it that's more jobs. Um, that's more guys to get an opportunity to actually be in the NFL and live their dream. I love that. I love that thought. But with that being said, there's nothing that said just because you stand, you, you expand the roster, you're going to have carry three quarterbacks. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's true. That's that's a, nor, nor, no, nor like if I'm gonna give you the buck, like I, I don't yeah. even know that that would have helped the Niners. Yeah. Well, 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 it, it, it maybe it would have if that guy can play. So that's the thing about it is like you can have you can have the guys on your team. Number one, they got to be able to play. You can have you can decide, do I want to carry two kickers? OK, what are the odds? Because that, that's all it's based off of. What are the odds of two kick you needing two kickers in a game? And that, that's that's the thing, right? Well, you're like, not going to need three quarterbacks in the game. There right? you go. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the thing. You're not going to carry That's That was just the football God saying not today. Not today. Yeah, not today. That's just that happens. That that has been uh, what did we learn here on the Believe in 49ers podcast? He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. I, I was re- it took me back to childhood. There was a Monday night football game, and I remember just being blown away. Like that guy's not a quarterback. It was Washington. I forget who they were playing, and I don't even remember what happened. All all I know is that Brian Mitchell had to come in. And he was under center taking snaps. I was like, what is going on here? Right. Yeah. Like at that, I had never seen a non-quarterback do that before. It's so like I'm at that time, like my mind was like blown, right? And yeah, there so, was no Wildcat in the league back Yeah, then. there was no Wildcat. There was there was there was none of that. And so mm-hmm. at that it it's Sunday kind of just took me back to that, uh, in, in a sense. Hey, I mean, here's the gist of it. Um okay. I'm not even I'm I'm not even mad. I mean, it sucked, right? But I'm not even mad yeah. about about what happened. It, it yeah. just it, it, the, the 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 season just feels like a little incomplete because you you just get a sense that you really didn't have a chance, right? You did you didn't really have a shot. Um, you didn't you didn't have you didn't have to, you get all the way this far, right? And, and you got Super Bowl aspirations, Lombardi aspirations, and you get to this point, and and you don't even have a legitimate chance to be able to to compete yeah. that, to finish the thing out. Mm-hmm. And so um, that, that, that was the part that was just, um, just sort of mind boggling to me. But at the same time, it's like, what are you going to do? You know, like it's, yeah. Well, once you, once you got to a certain point in the game, it's like, okay, like, well, for one, the, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming at Kyle and I don't know that 
coming at Kyle is right. I know that Kyle's been getting a lot of flag for for having the tight end there. They've been doing that all year. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but yeah, you know what? I I I question like what I question doing that early. I said I would just like to know his mindset on not putting your best blockers on their best rusher only early on because you don't want their best guys to get off early. Just like you're not going to go into a game and say. I'm going to single up your best receivers from the start. I'm going to get, or I'm going to give the quarterback the easiest reads possible from the start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You try to get guys a little uncomfortable, give them something to think about. So that what that's what was shocking to me with that. Um, yes, you've been doing all the play action, but I'm but early on, it's kind of like a best on the best. You 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 would never. I guarantee you, the mindset on defense was not let's start this game and not put our best receivers on their two best receivers, our best corners on their two best receivers. You know what I'm saying? You're not yeah. going to do that. You're not going to start the game and say, okay, let's try to cover their wide eyes with our linebackers. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but to me, I don't, I don't look at it that way. I, okay. I, I don't look at it as apples to apples. I look, I look at it as apples to oranges. I look at it as that is, I mean that that that's the offense, right? That's yeah. the it's the play action, it's the yeah. misdirection, it's it's also time it's timing as well, can, right? Like I you gotta get the ball out can, of your hands quickly, right? I can I can accept that. I can accept that and as uh, as a calculated risk, and he was just wrong. So Kyle still has to eat it, but oh, he's gotta I, eat I'm it for with, sure. I'm with you. I'm with you on it. It's not a it's not a question of it being um it, it's not a question of it being the wrong thing it was it just happened it didn't turn out as you said that's the offense that's what they've been doing but he was wrong thinking that that player would get fooled by the by the the flow of the play or that his player this is what i say all the time x's and o's don't move on paper you don't realize it until that x is whooping your old ass that's when you're like "Uh oh i can't do that and the problem is that finding that out Cost him his quarterback, and and, and but that, and that's every play call though, right? Every play call has a fifty percent chance of being successful or not. In a sense. no, that's not true. That's not true. No, no, it's not fifty percent. That's why you used to always say fifty fifty ball. It wasn't a fifty fifty ball if I was covering a guy. I was better than him. He didn't have a fifty percent chance of catching it. So that's what I'm saying. That's not true. What you just said. Every play, there, there there are play calls that just don't that just don't work. Like when you, when you when calls, Kyle makes a play call, there's a chance that it's just not going to work out. Right. It, it, it's a it, if Kyle makes a play call, it's a chance that it's not going to work out based on based on them not doing something that you were that was expected. If the play is going to be based on the fact that I expect people to be in these positions. And these things happening. So my blocking scheme is going to account for A, B, C, and D. Or if it's a pass route, my pass route, the progression of the route and the levels we're going to stack are going to account for movement from a linebacker to here or safety to there and attack the corner in this window. So those things, if that's what you get, the play is going to work. Now, what you're but talking if you about. Don't get that. What you're Well, if you don't get that, then you don't run that play. So that's what I'm saying. So you go to another play based on the fact that because they are here, we can't do that, then we'll do this. So that's how football is based. So now what you're saying is that even if they call that play and all of those things work out, there's a 50-50 chance that that, that the defender is going to make the play it anyway. But there, there's also a chance you can get a look, right? You can get a look, and then they don't do 
what they showed once the once the ball is snapped. Also, yes, yes, right? Yes, so that yes. that accounts for that as well. Yes, that yes, that that's a part of it as well that you you have to you have to account for. But I'm just saying every it's not 50-50. Every time every time you snap the ball, every time you come to the line of scrimmage, the odds aren't this will work or it won't. It, that's not the case. It, it, it's not the case. If that were the case, you'd never have a quarterback with a 70, 70 percent um, completion, completion percentage. That's impossible. You never have a DB that you never have a DB that's out of the 50s. You know, you it, it's rare. If, if you get a DB that's, you know, 50 percent completion against him. Hell, he's an all pro. You see, I, you see I, my I, point? I see, I see. I, so, so I so so I, I am I embellished there, but there. The fact of the matter is, there are play calls that can go wrong, right? This one just oh, of went, course. This, this every, one just went play a, absolutely wrong, right? Yeah. Absolutely the the, the wrong. Well, way. but 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 let me let me say this now. See, and that goes back to what I said: X's and O's don't move on paper. The play didn't go wrong based on the call or the design. The play went wrong because seven whoop your guy's tail. That's the part that you can't account for. That's what I was just saying on those balls when the announcer's always like, it's a 50-50 ball. It's not a 50-50 ball if, you, if, you, if you're better than the guy. It's not a 50-50. If the receiver is better than the guy covering him, if the, the DB is better or the linebacker is better than the guy he's covering, it's not 50-50. They, they, that, they always throw that out there, 50-50 ball. It's not 50-50. You're killing me, ED. I, I, so if I'm calling a football game, I use 50-50 ball a lot if, it, if, it's, thrown, if it's thrown up there like that. But it's 50-50 ball if, they're, if they are the exact same type player. If they're the exact, exact same type player, then okay, anything can happen. So what, should we, so what should we call it? If you're calling the, if you're call, what, something other, it's not a 50-50 ball. What do you call it? You just call the play. Jump, jump as opposed ball. to try to use these cliche terms. I mean, it's a jump ball. He threw it up. It's a jump ball. He threw, you know, he took a chance. It's a hell Mary. But 50-50, but like I say, fit, if if an All-American is because you're calling a call in the college game. If you got a, a junior senior All-American who's going to be a first round draft pick playing some buster from some um some some division three school that's not a 50 50 ball <laughs> the, the 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 all-american is more than likely going to make that play odds even say that he was more likely the odds are more than 50 percent that he's going to make the play correct that's what i mean so that's 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 why that term doesn't come into play and that that play it wasn't a 50-50 chance. I, I get it. The design, as you said, Kyle has been running those type plays all year long. That is the that's the scheme of the offense and what they do. They just didn't account for the fact that those guys were better. The Philadelphia defensive front was better than the San Francisco 49ers offensive line. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah, you can find plays where guys were just getting their butt handed to them. Now, some of that you account for the fact that guys knew they couldn't throw the ball um, late after that. But I'm just saying, early on, they still they were they were they kind of yeah. And I, I, I think I think we kind of knew that going in, right? I the and but there, and then there's also another point to this, and we don't necessarily have to get into. But there, I mean, there's Kyle and and he, him saying Purdy should have stepped up during that play, and he didn't step up, and that, that's been something that they've been trying to work. Well, on. that's and guess what that is also that that that's a rookie quarterback that yeah. we we discussed. There, yeah. you know that there were going to be rookie moments, and yeah. 
that's a part of it as well. And that's, and that's a part he of it. He didn't feel the pressure. The um, so so obviously you have that play right, and then you have the the you tie the game up. Philly goes up. There's that just terrible drive right where it was it was. It only. And I I loved. I, I loved what I was seeing from the defense on that yeah. particular drive. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, okay, here's a flag, and there's another first down, and there's another first down. And then it was, it, to me, some of it, and I, and I saw Sherm kind of t- tweet this too. Um, I was going back over some stuff yesterday. I, I saw him kind of tweet this out dur- during during the game, reading some of his old tweets. It, I mean, some of it to me seemed a little ticky-tack. Some of it to me seemed like it's a championship game, let them play. And there was another part of it like, how can you not allow the most physical team in the league to be physical, but then you allow the other team to be physical, the other team being the Eagles. So there was, there's just some discrepancies there, but I was, still, I was okay with that. I was like, all right, whatever, couple penalties, you'll clean all it up mm-hmm. next time out. Um, and so, but then I get to thinking, I'm like, okay, so what is Kyle going to do here? And knowing that he loves those two for one situations, like, is he, is he going to put the ball in Johnson's hands and, and allow him to try to yeah. do something? Uh, and I'm like, oh, maybe not, maybe just, maybe just take it in. But then, Two-minute drills typically favor the quarterback, right? And yeah. so I'm like, you know exactly. what? Why not? I'm not. I wasn't mad at the decision there, and I'm I mean, I'm completely fine with that decision because where the game was and where you were, defensive team, your defense, they had their hiccup, but they got everything going on. Jalen uh, Jalen Hurts wasn't doing anything. Okay, the first ball that they called on a touchdown. Uh, okay, that was a Herculean play by Smith just to get a hand on it. He didn't catch it, but that was an overthrow. On the other side of the field, he had A.J. Brown running wide open behind Ward. Overthrow. He wasn't playing well. He, he, he was doing what I thought he was going to do. I thought the 49ers defense was going to give him a hard time, and they were going to have him seeing some ghosts and not making some plays that he had normally been making. That was happening. So Kyle said, look, out of all the craziness, you you lose your quarterback early like that, and you had a, you're down by one score? Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're sitting pretty. This is going to be a defensive battle, and I like the odds of yeah. that happening. So try to get that two for one as you did, and then guess what? He drops the ball, yeah. literally. Literally just dropped the ball. And then it's and that right there is you can't – you just simply – I hope Josh is, you know, recovers from his concussion and all those things, of course, on that. But you, you can't drop the season. Yeah. And that, that that was that to me that was that was it right there. That was it. That was, that was it. You it. dropped the season right there. That was that was the game right there. You can't, well, ultimately, how it played out, you look at it, you go back on that play. That was the play. It's like the drop pick. Why well, I said drop picks yeah. matter. Yeah. That was the play that would have propelled you to the Super Bowl. This was the play that just took you out of this game because right. you couldn't play without a quarterback. You can't play two scores behind. Yeah. You could couldn't. Yeah, that 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 made it tough. You're down 21-7 at the half, and then Johnson gets knocked out. Purdy comes back in. It's clear that he can't throw the ball. And then, I mean, you kind of just get what you get from yeah. from that from that standpoint. And so, um, essentially, you don't you don't you, you don't you don't really have a chance there. Um, yeah. I, Kyle, Kyle's been getting a lot of shade for the play call for not challenging. That, uh, well, no, that, so people stop. There's nobody on planet Earth. There's no one on planet Earth. There's no one watching that game uh, in real time, real the way it really happened. Uh, there's no one I think that can honestly say, "I saw, the, I saw that he didn't catch that ball." How how could you possibly have seen it watching it on television? 
But did you did you notice it the first the very first moment he hit? No, the the reaction though of from Devontae that that sort of stood out to me. Okay, well, well, but okay, now that's not what I ask you. I ask you, could you tell he didn't catch the ball? Well, no, I mean you couldn't tell initially that he couldn't, and, that, so, and, and also they're in a hurry up situation. Thank and you. Also, you got to be mindful of this as well. We're we're getting the television broadcast. So we're getting in playoff games, they got a million cameras out there, right? So we're getting uh-huh. this angle to reverse angle, you know, near end zone, far end. Like we're getting every, you know, field level, yeah. we're getting every every angle, right? Noted, like, mind you, in the stadium, especially if you're on the road, they're not going to show those replays. No, no. And this Anything is the that would go thing. against the home team, right? This is the other thing. I know being in the box, sitting right next to the coaches, sitting right next to the, the coaching staffs and everything that's going on, You, they're looking at the television screens and their TV copy. They have monitors on it, but they can't see it until they show it. They, they didn't show it. show it until after commercial. Yeah, They didn't show it until after they had run a play. There's nothing you can do in that situation. So... Now, Kyle could have just gone and just thrown a flag and said, let's just try it for try. the hell of it. Yeah. You know, this for the hell of it. And then everyone would have been like, why did he waste your time out? Yeah. <laughs> now, now, but how how much should he take or anybody on the coaching staff? How much or anybody on the field for that matter? How much should they take into consideration the wide receivers reaction? Uh, well, you don't know if the wide receiver is getting up because, again, that they said that we're going to try this big play, and if we hit it, we're if we hit the big up. play, we're going we're going hurry up. If we hit it, you know, it's fourth down, you know, and they're ready for a fourth down play. If we get this, we kind of got them on the ropes. Let's just try and 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 go back to back. They could have had that call regardless, even even if the initial play had been, you know, what we're just going to try to get the three yards or whatever, and you get four. Like we're gonna go hurry up right after that. You don't you don't know that as a defense, you don't know that as a coaching staff. Um just because because have we ever seen a guy catch a ball, get up and run back to the line of scrimmage and play football? So all of this, remember, all of this is hindsight, guys. Because we saw it, everyone is saying what should have happened because we saw the replay. Nobody knew that he didn't catch the ball. Nobody knew it. It was a tough one. I mean, the ref couldn't even tell that he caught the ball. And that was that was a tough one to see until you saw the replay. Yeah, but for me, the reaction from the – and but granted, right, I'm not the one that has to throw the red flag. I'm not the one that has to call the timeout and, and have the, the chance that I'm wasting the timeout in that situation. But for me, there's not just Niners games. There's other games, you know, that you watch throughout the season. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they'll give it away. The the receivers will give it away. They'll kind of tell you whether yep, it was a, sometimes it was, it was it was it was a catch or not. And some and sometimes you'll have your defensive back sitting there saying he didn't catch it. Yeah, you didn't. So so this think about this when everyone's saying Kyle should have known, the 49ers defenders didn't know. Not a single one of them was were saying throw the flag. Think, that's what I'm saying. All of this is so easy with hindsight now that we've seen the replay. In that moment, remember, they went to the line of scrimmage. You probably had 10, 12 seconds, if that. They, they, said, they said it was eight. They said it was 18, but still not a lot of time. Okay. Eight, you, had eight, you had 18 seconds from the time that happened 
to you throw until you threw the ball. That's time enough for defenders on the field to say he didn't catch it. None of them even noticed that he didn't catch it. Yeah. So why? How can I expect Kyle from the sideline to know that without seeing it? That, that's that's the one. Like I'm like I'm not gonna beat Kyle up over that. No, nope, nobody knew it. Hell, I thought he caught it. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He's Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, I mean, Kyle's an easy target. I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to beat Kyle's up. Kyle's a good coach. Kyle's not, a good coach. I'm not yeah. going to beat up Kyle for for what what happened out there on Sunday. I mean, it's like you get to a certain point, there's just there's really nothing that you can do. I, I think, um, I think what he showed this year was mm-hmm. was tremendous. Um, I remember I was right here on this pod when Jimmy went down, Dolphins game. I thought the season was over, and you know, for him to for I mean, and give Purdy credit as well for him being able to acclimate and 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 Kyle being able to acclimate him, and to be able to keep this train going uh, the way it has. I mean, they took us for a ride. It was a hell of a ride, you know. And uh, I, I think one thing, one thing about it, it which kind of played out on the field on Sunday, and I don't know, I don't know that you'll necessarily agree with this, but I've seen this so many times. Like teams go on these long winning streaks, right? And when it comes to an end, like the crash is hard, right? Like it's it's so many things that hadn't gone wrong during that streak, or things that n- n- normally don't go wrong, things that are so out of out out of character, um, uncharacteristic. All those things just kind of come to a head all at once, mm-hmm. and the thing just comes crashing down. And um, I mean, we saw that, you know, on Sunday and all of a sudden you're down to your fourth quarterback of the season and, and, and Josh Johnson and, yeah. uh, and then he gets knocked out of the game. So all of a sudden you're down to no quarterbacks yeah. and, yeah. you know, just anything that can go wrong, just sort of, sort of went wrong. Everything just kind of came to an head and, and you see, you, I've seen that so many times. It doesn't matter the sport. Yeah. Uh, it could be a regular season, you know, with a regular season winning streak or, or what have you, but I've seen it so many times, varying sports. Where that streak comes to an end, and, and it it when it comes to an end, more times than not, it it crashes. Oh, it's painful. It oh. crashes. Well, this is this is the thing that I'm going to say about this season. Um, and after watching the game, once your quarterbacks go down, I mean, they literally ran out of quarterbacks this season. You ran, you literally, I, I mean, we're not making it up. They ran out of quarterbacks before the season ended. Okay, you had no one to actually be able to do the job that could call a play. Um, with that being said, how many games they win this season? That 14, right. 15. Yeah. Okay. So you get that done. Uh, you got double digit wins. You have an excellent roster. You've identified two guys that moving forward. So you look at this team right now, you don't need to find a quarterback. Um, that's a whole other thing we can talk about. All there will, you know, the Brady's and all this. Tom Brady doesn't need to come here. Tom Brady, what Tom Brady did last year is not an aberration. That what that's Tom Brady now. That people have to understand. Tom Brady is not going to turn back into the Tom Brady of two thousand and you know twelve. It's this. It's not happening. I'm glad. I'm glad you cleared that up, so I don't have to ask you about it at the end of this. No, so so I didn't even. We don't need to get in it. No, you don't need to do that. You have your quarterbacks. Um, it's, it's funny. I've been seeing all this stuff already. Like this roster is, you can't waste it and all of this stuff. Well, guys, they drafted a quarterback and then you found another guy who can play. Okay. Your quarterback position is taken care of. You need offensive linemen. You need defensive linemen. You need more guys in the secondary. 
That's what you need to get. You don't need wide receivers. You got wide receivers. You don't need a tight end. You got a tight end. You don't need linebackers. You got a very young, talented linebacking core. Get better at the offensive line. Right side of the offensive line needs to get better. You always need big boys on the defensive front. You need cover guys. At the end of the day, if you can't get the ball out of the air, you're not going to win. Kansas City's in the Super Bowl right now. Not because, you know, you had a dumb move that helped them, but those interceptions that those guys were getting on Burroughs, that right there is part of the reason why you're there. you got to be able to get the deep ball out of the air. So you make certain that you have that covered. I think they're very good moving in that direction. E-Man should be back next year. We know War can play. Huff making play. So there, that's what I would do. Um, you found out this year that this is a good football team. The last thing, last year we were trying to figure out, like, okay, so what are they going to be? What are they going to do? I know this year, going into it, they're the best team in the division. They're the best team in the division, without question. It's not even, it's not even a, like a maybe or anything. They're the best team in the division. This team should be playing for home field advantage, not to make the playoffs. And they're the best team in the division. At the quarterback position, the quarterback position should be very good. Tell you why. You got a guy, even with the injury and all of these type things that happen, he's got, he's gonna, he'll have a surgery, he'll heal, he'll come back, he'll play. Guys get hurt. Football players get hurt. That's just a part of it. You're gonna get hurt. He's gonna have a surgery. He's gonna come back. He's gonna mend. He's gonna play. We've seen that he can handle the position. I have to believe the third pick of the draft is better. I have to believe that the third pick of the draft has more talent, a stronger arm. He should have more, more, more mobility. That's what you drafted him for, to be a step up. Because I, I said, the, people don't like this. And when I say it, and I, I posted it the other day, I tweeted it, and I, I said, never again should anyone say that Jimmy was carried by the defense and the run game. You see what happens when you have a quarterback that's no threat. Jimmy was a threat to make plays. That's why you were still able to run the ball, still able to do things. You can't do anything if the quarterback is no threat. Yeah, and maybe he's just throwing it 15 in and all this stuff. But guess what? You got that out. You got that out of the way. So worst case scenario, I see Trey coming in saying, you know what? I'm just going to show you guys I'm better. I'm, I'm going to push this. And, and, and Purdy saying, oh, no, you're not. So you should get good play at the quarterback position, regardless. The rest of the team is solid. I have no question that these coaches can coach, because look at what happened. They ran out of quarterbacks and made it to the NFC Championship game. This is a talented team. It's a good coaching staff. It's a good organization. Things are moving in the right direction. The last game was comical. Football God said not this year. That's that's all. That that's all. We did. You didn't get outplayed. You didn't, you, it, it would be completely different if you went to that game and just got your brains beaten out and you're looking at it like we're not good enough. We need to do this. That's one thing. Like the Seattle Seahawks coming into Levi playing the 49ers, they left there knowing we got to get better. Yeah, we're a playoff team, but we got to get better. The 49ers didn't even get to play. Dallas Cowboys left left Levi Stadium saying we got to get better. 
yeah, that, that, I mean, that, that's the thing, right? I mean, that, that's the part that sucks, right? We, you, you, you didn't even get a chance. You didn't even get a chance to yeah. play. And, but uh, guess what you do get? You get a chance to get better. And your floor, your floor is pretty high. Your floor, we I just mentioned two teams where your floor is not, their ceiling is not as high as your floor. <laughs> okay? The teams that you just beat in the playoffs. So you look at where you are, where they're going. They should feel good about this team moving forward. I do. I'm not concerned about, you know, what, I, I, you know, that's the thing. You just, you need, I, I keep hearing these people that I saw a clip, you know, where they were talking about, you know, the 49ers need a quarterback and what they have is not there. And, and I'm still on this other thing where everyone keeps talking about Trey's a bust. I'm like, I don't know how you can possibly say that. He hasn't played. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's, un, he he's an unknown. He's an unknown. Sort, he, he, sort of like the 2022 20, season for the Niners, right? It's unknown. You know, he, he's an unknown, and I'm going to go back to it. Like I said before, I have to believe that he has more talent than um, a seventh rounder. Now, that being said, I'm not saying he's a better football player. I have to believe that he's more talented physically. Just like I said about Jimmy. Now the question is going to be the steps he can take, just like we saw 13 take huge steps. And we go from there. Um, without the injury, without the injury, I think there's no question Purdy would have gone into camp the number one guy. Now I think we're going to hear what I told you before. Open competition. I think we're going to hear that. Yeah, Which means it's Trey's job to to lose, because because now you're in a situation where even like let let let's say even if 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 the organization even if they thought that Purdy may have been a step ahead uh, of Trey, now Trey gets the opportunity to sort of leapfrog Brock in a sense that he's got pretty much the entire offseason. Yeah, he'll be to, healthy first. to work with, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Brock, they, they said he, he's got got a UCL. Hopefully, he can he can uh, abstain from the Tommy John surgery, but, there, but it is going to require some sort of surgical procedure, which could be six months. So you're looking at right about or near the beginning of training right camp yeah. before he's able to go again, right? Just like how Jimmy didn't have an all season last season. That's that's Brock this offseason. And the difference is that Brock, the difference is that Brock will is a rookie. He's in his second year. He doesn't have as much experience to fall off off on. And then the other aspect of it is as we know, once you get out of the chair, they start to fall in love with the guy in the chair. Yeah. And that's what's gonna happen. But once once Trey gets back out and they start doing and he starts doing the things that they actually drafted him for it. When they start seeing those things again, they're going to be reminded of, Oh, it's, it's, it's human nature. They're going to be like, Oh, that's, that is why we like, Oh, wow. He can make that throw. R remember all the ooh and an on that Fred uh, Warner and everybody would, would talk about, Hey man, this guy's throwing balls and he's doing this and he's doing that. Remember when he was that dude, he, he didn't, I mean, he didn't hurt his arm. <laughs> right. And so, so, so think about that because you think, just think about it. Cause everyone's forgotten, but remember everybody on that defense was, they were all giddy about what this guy could do and how he was attacking them at practice and all of these type things. Well, guess what? They're getting ready to start seeing that all over again. Yeah. So everyone who thinks, well, Trey is just out of it 
and they're not they're they moved up. No, no. That's why I said he he needed to win the Super Bowl and it would have killed all of those thoughts since he got injured and it didn't he didn't make it that far. It doesn't it doesn't knock him down a level because he just got hurt. We all know he was playing and there will always be in all of our minds that he could have won that game. Yeah. But so that's why that's why you that's why but he didn't and you're gonna and you won't be able to see him perform for six months. You're gonna be watching the other guys here what coming up in March, he'll start he'll be out there and he'll be, you know, in front of the room calling plays and doing all of this stuff and everything. And Purdy will probably be around doing some of that. But it's different when you walk out there on the field and you get to fling it. Yeah. That's that. So that's that's where they are right now. So, and that, and you know what? I don't have a problem with that. There's nothing wrong with the competition and these guys because both of them, both players. I said it about Jimmy. I said it about Trey. Well, what did I tell you when they were like, well, when you said, well, you got to get rid of Jimmy. I was like, if he can't handle a, another good player on the team, he's not the guy. That applies for Purdy. If you can't, if you can't handle another talented player at your position, you're not the guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, my mindset is totally different. Um, I know. With, 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 with this time around, um, I know there, there were some people thinking I, I, I was saying that they should trade Trey. I, I, I never said to trade Trey. I, I was just throwing out there the possibilities if you're the Niners, if if if, if you're trying to recoup something, you know, the, the possibility may be out there. But my, my whole thing is you you have no reason to trade Trey. You have no reason to trade Brock. Uh, oh, no, no bring, those are your two quarterbacks. They're yeah, both you bring a rookie contract. You bring them both back. You're paying next to nothing in the quarterback room, which allows you to expand in other areas, which allows you to continue to play at this high, compete mm-hmm. uh, at a high level, compete for championships. And so yep. my, my, yeah, my whole thing is you bring, yeah, you bring them both back and you, you just let them figure it out. Um, wh- whoever, whoever that is, wh- whoever that man is uh, going out of training camp and heading into, into next worst season. things can happen. Worst thing can happen than having two guys that you believe can win at the quarterback. Well, position. I mean, look, we, I said, it, I said it about Trey and Jimmy last year. I'm going to say it about Trey and um, Brock this year. And I mean, look, you just look at this season, right? Like if we learned anything, right. You need more than one quarterback. Hell you need more than two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Niners. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and, 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 and for the Niners case, I mean, they could have used the fifth guy, you know, considering, you know, what happened, what, what happened to Johnson. So um, obviously we wish him a speedy recovery, we wish Brock a speedy recovery as well. But I mean, you, I mean, you need guys, but I mean, once you get to a certain level, look, let, let's, let, let's call, let's call a spade a spade. Um, you know, what, what Kyle was able to do this season was phenomenal, right? 13 yes. wins with three different quarterbacks, right? You had D'Amico on the defensive side, number one unit in the league, right? But let's just call a spade a spade, right? And I heard people say, oh, well, they liked Brock better because they traded Nate Sudfield. Or they got rid of Sudfield, even though he had a guaranteed contract. Guaranteed for all mm-hmm. the $2 million. They like, they like Brock better than Sudfield. Yeah. And, and <laughs> is that is that, I mean, what, what are we saying? What are we saying by saying we like Brock better than Sutton? That's that's what it is. That's not a whole lot, right? Whole so lot. that's so, what they were saying. They didn't they didn't say we're gonna keep Brock and let's start him. It's like let's keep Brock and put him on the practice squad. We like him better than Nate, right? And so the fact of the matter is they got extremely fortunate with Brock. Yes. 
hell, I I had no idea. And there's a lot of people like me that had no idea that Mr. Irrelevant was going to become relevant and lead this team. Well, they had no fantastic. idea. You're right. They, I mean, if, if they're honest about it, they had no idea that he was he was that type of None. Player. They would have drafted him sooner. Exactly. They drafted him sooner. And, and people will say, oh, it was smart. No, no, they knew nobody else would. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Guys, guys, please don't, don't, don't give them that much credit. Don't give them. I, I told you, you don't get that type. There is no way you knew that that player was that player because you would have gotten nervous. Coaches freak out about the what if. You would have gotten nervous that somebody else was going to grab him and you would have grabbed him earlier. That's why you get the Blake Bortles getting drafted as high as they, they are because they're like, oh, I, I think he's pretty good. Yeah. I think he's pretty good. And got then the you size, he's got the arm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, that's that's how that happens. Yeah. And 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 so they were extremely fortunate. Like, just think about it. How many teams around the league don't have a second guy that they feel comfortable putting out there yep. if their top guy goes down, right? So they got extremely fortunate that they got this. Last pick of the draft, guy, their third guy to come out there and mm-hmm. continue to engineer the train. So extremely fortunate from that standpoint. On his rookie deal, Trey's on his rookie deal. No more Jimmy drama. He's gone. And so I'm completely fine with where they are as far as the quarterback uh, position, yep. as far as the quarterback position goes. And now, look, the cap increases. They'll have a little bit, little bit of money to play with here. Maybe a deal here, there. You got to pay Bosa, so it's gonna be an eventful. It's gonna be an eventful, uh, eventful off season here. You know, not a ton of draft picks either. Um, but it's gonna be an eventful off season to see what they're able to do to to try to. It should um, be great. You gotta, pay, you gotta pay Bosa. You bring in, you you can because of new money. Because you don't have money in the quarterback position, you can go out and get free agent offensive lineman. You can go out and get yourself a pass rusher. Um, you're going to be able to re-sign E-Man, and you won't have to pay E-Man as much as you would have had to pay E-Man because of the injury. So think how that helps you, which allows you to put more money into a secondary player if you want to do it. So they don't have the draft picks, but they will have the cap room yeah. to go out and get guys that can help them right now. So that that's that's what I'm saying, and and they're not starting from the bottom. They're one of the best. This is the best roster in football. <laughs> yeah, I I I, I we'll, we'll we'll get obviously a whole lot to talk about in the in the off season. But my my wish list would be a dog in the middle next to Armstead, and a a quarterback eater, a Von Miller type. Um, you saw the effect he had. You, you need somebody opposite of Bosa, but opposite of Bosa. But but I have a feeling you'll see some of that because you drafted that this year. See, we forget we that's what you got to look at. Do you forget about these guys because they don't come in and splash immediately? You talking about Drake? Yes, you see because guys don't splash immediately. You think okay, they can't play. And well, here's the thing with Drake. Guys, some guys had to learn how to play pro ball and see where they fit. Yeah, well, here's the thing about Drake. And and obviously they like Drake. He was their first pick, second uh-huh. round pick, but their first mm-hmm. pick of the last draft. Um, he came in to, to, to get after the quarterback. I thought he had a pretty good start to the season. But the fact that he was inactive some of these games here down the stretch, that part is a little bit concerning to me. 
Um, um, well, like like I said, a lot of it is there. A lot of it is learning to play the pro game. Because remember, I told you it's not about being good; it's about being consistent. You got to learn how to take care of your body. You got to learn how to play two certain things. You got to learn how to think the game. You got to figure out that next move. That's where a lot of the off season comes in for these young players. Because guess what happens? What did I say? What do you do best? Once I see it, I'm not gonna let you do that. So if your rip move is your best move and that's how you beat, like, guess what? After about three, four weeks, every guy in the league is like, oh, well, he wants to come inside with that little rip. I'm not letting him do that. Yeah. And they're, so you, so now what? So now you got to get, not only do you have to have a counter, you got to get your counter up to speed with your best move. Now I got you an either or, and I still got to add something to it. While I continue to build, that's pro ball. So yeah. it takes time for guys to do that. And develop that bad, those, right? Yeah, but when I see those flashes, I'm like, okay, this is what this is a coach's job. Look, look what you're capable of doing. Now, what we got to do is show, teach you how to get in position to where you can do that more often. Where you can you can consider how do you set a guy up to where you can do that. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of the stuff may already be in the building. And that's why we got to look at it and like from there. So, of course, continue to add. But I don't think they've missed on a whole lot. I, I really don't. I, I, I just want to I want to see the offensive line get a little bit more stout. Um, I think the running back position is fine. We're going to disagree on a lot of things here this offseason. ED. <laughs> what's, wrong, what's wrong with the what's wrong with. The, so you got a problem with McCaffrey? Absolutely not. You got a problem with Mitchell. Injury. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. When, if he's healthy, you got a problem with him? If. Oh, wait, no, hold on. They said the same thing about McCaffrey. Okay? What did I tell you? I said, like you said, it will. You didn't like it when he came. Well, no, I, I had, that, was, that was a concern when he got here. And what did, and what did I say? You were like, what if he gets hurt? I said, what if he doesn't? I'm going to tell you the same thing about Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell has shown that he can play. Now, he's young, being young. I'm going to tell you again. You got to learn. You got to learn how to deal with the pain. You got to learn how to deal with your body so that you can train so that you don't have some of those same type of nagging injuries. It's a process. He's a baby. So let's just see. Now you go through the next season and that's the same thing. Now I got an issue. But the first two running backs, I they are fine. They if they're healthy, I love them. So that's what I got to do. I got to assume that they're healthy. So like I told you about the quarterback, I can't carry four quarterbacks assuming that one's going to get hurt. <laughs> like I can't, I, I, you can't, you just can't. That's not the way football is played. Guys are going to get hurt, but there's also other things that you can learn to train and deal your body to learn how to deal with it. You're going to get hurt. So that, that's what I'm saying. Across the board, this roster is solid. It's solid. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Drake Jackson could be that guy. Uh, you know, I'm I'm fond of him, the fond of the Amador. These guys, these guys kind of go back here um, in the Southland. Um, yeah, I think we'll have some running back conversations. We got a bunch of conversations, Ed. We got we got a long okay. off season. Okay. Uh, we are um, we're out. We're out. Thirty-one-seven. Uh, we Eagles win this one. Got to give credit to to where it's due. I mean, look, we can say we want Niners didn't have a chance this out of the other, but it was the Eagles. I mean, look, call a spade a spade, right? They knocked out both both. They knocked out both quarterbacks. They you know, know, I, mean? I didn't think so, their I thought I actually thought we were gonna knock their quarterback out. Yeah. They knocked out both of them. They knocked out so, both 
both are. So, I mean, yeah. you got to gotta give credit to to where it's due. Yes, it, it still feels incomplete. Yes, it didn't feel like the Niners had a chance, but you got to give the Eagles uh, their credit uh, where credit's due. Um, we lost, they won. That's it. Yeah. Yep. So, that's going to do it. Uh, what a season. What a 2022 season it was. Uh, shout out to Kyle. Brock took us for a ride. Congrats to uh, D'Amico Ryans. Uh, looks like that whole thing's going to work out with the Texans. He's going to go back uh, to one of his old stomping grounds. So kudos to him. Niners got to find a D.C. Niners got a lot of questions. There are always question marks going into the offseason. We'll I already to told you. Those. Didn't I tell you Vic Fangio is going to be the D.C.? <laughs> you didn't I, say you, Remember a long time ago, you were like, we're going to lose to Miko. And I said, I didn't think so because I didn't think he was going to take this job. But you know Wait, what? Are you I, breaking I, news here? Would you wait till I, the, I, the show's over to break? I, I did. Well, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, I, 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 it hasn't happened, but I just have a feeling that if you, but you remember way back in the middle of the season, I said, if he does leave, you were concerned about who's going to be the guy. And I said, Vic, I was like, he's already in the building. Yeah. Well, because D'Amico was on staff, right? And yeah. so you figured that it was going to be a promotion. We hadn't heard a name about a guy on staff. And so I was like, okay, who's it going to be? To your point, there was a report out there that Fangio was set to to become uh, the DC down in Miami with, mm-hmm. with Mike McDaniel, but then uh, he hadn't signed the paper. Yeah, he hadn't. He had, he had, yeah. So according to oh geez, Louise, I'm forgetting the guy's name. Um, it doesn't even matter. One of those dudes that make stuff up. Yeah, uh, used to work at the network. He's now with Bally's, uh, but he's he's locked in with Shanahan and the in, in the 49ers. Oh my gosh, names. This is going this is going to eat me up. It's all right. Anyways, um, according to him, he according to him, uh, he said Fangio said nothing's nothing solid yet. So he was probably, he was probably the same one that said uh, Fangio was going to sign with the Dolphins too. No, it was it was a <laughs> Dolphins guy that said that Fangio was going to sign. Yeah. Uh, that Fangio was going to sign with the Dolphins. Um, Mike Silver. So the Dolphins guy that said Fangio was going to sign with the Dolphins. Mike Silver said that you know he said pump your brakes yeah he said he spoke to Fangio and Fangio said I I would listen to I would listen to Silver yeah Fangio said there's nothing there's nothing there yet so we'll see I I would sign up for uh for Fangio every day of the week um so there's that um that's it for 2022 season we're not going anywhere we'll still be around uh once a week during the off season those of you that are new to the pod uh, we go once a week during the off season, twice a week during the uh, during the regular season and the postseason. Uh, but w- during the off season, we go uh, we go once. So appreciate y'all for tuning in throughout and following throughout the 2022 season for sticking with us, ups and downs, this that the other. Your boy was on the IR to start the season, all that stuff. But appreciate y'all for rolling with us, and uh, appreciate your continued support of us now here going forward as we uh, scale it back here for the off season, but continue to bring you Niners news, information, our thoughts this that or the other um as always want to continue to encourage you to download subscribe rate and review we're located wherever you find your podcast if there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service go ahead and hit that like or follow button uh give us a a, a shout out on twitter i'm at our haylock he is at underscore eric davis underscore and on instagram i'm at watch ray ray he is at ed25 give us a like on youtube as well that's uh, believe in 49ers b-l-e-a-v a shout out to canada they give us a whole lot of love Appreciate y'all north of the border. Shout out Canada. Shout out you, ED, uh, and all y'all out there for listening. Former partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I am Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.